Chapter 18 of the Red Cross Girls with Pershing to Victory by Margaret Vandercook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reconciliation. I am so sorry you have been ill, Bianca. Carlo Navarra had come into Bianca's room a few moments before with Mrs. Clark, and now Sonya had gone out again, leaving them for a few moments alone it was a fairly warm spring day and yet there was a little fire in bianca's room for the rooms in the old rhine castle were big and bare and cold with stone floors bianca wore a little tea-gown of a warm blue woolen material and had a tea-table with a tray upon it just in front of her she was pouring tea for her guest at the moment he made his last speech oh there has been nothing serious the matter with me carlo she returned i was simply tired and have been having a delightful rest i believe when i arrived i said that i should hate to be ill in this dreary old building but since things so seldom turn out as one expects i have really enjoyed it besides i have promised sonya that as soon as it is possible i shall go back to the united states and to school the red cross experience in europe has been a wonderful one but now, as I am no longer useful here, I must take up the duty I turn my back upon. It is not going to be easy, Carlo, to settle down to a schoolgirl's life after the excitement of war work in Europe. Yet I have the consolation of realizing that I am only going to do what many of our soldiers will do. Lots of the younger men have told me that if their families can afford to send them to college on the return, they feel the need of education as they never felt it before coming abroad bianca extended a teacup to her visitor is this the way you like your tea carlo perhaps your taste has changed but i remember this is the way you liked it in the past but my tastes don't change bianca it is your mistake to believe they do neither my tastes in tea nor in friends ever alter at this carlo and bianca both laughed although with a slight embarrassment i am going back home too b very soon the young man added this is one of the many things i wanted to tell you this afternoon besides finding out that you were all right again i talked things over with colonel winfield weeks ago and told him i was getting pretty restless and anxious to return to my work in the united states i explained to him that a singer can't wait for his career as well as other men since a voice does not always last a long time however i think this argument did not make much of an impression upon the old colonel but something or other must have because he asked for an honorable discharge for me and i'm to go home when it arrives i think the colonel's chief reason was that i am not much good as a soldier here in coblenz he needs men like major hersey and sergeant hackett hackett is soon to be a first lieutenant he should have been one long ago i don't see why you have not also been given a commission carlo bianca replied a little jealous for her friend carlo laughed i haven't the stuff in me for an officer b no one knows this better than i do i'm a fair soldier when there is something doing but a poor one in routine that is the real test don't mind bianca and don't look aggrieved i have simply tried to do my military duty like millions of other better men but now i am going back to the thing i am made for i was only a soldier for the time i felt myself needed by the way i have been learning to sing siegfried bianca studying with my old german singing master he says i sing the music very poorly but it has been fun trying to learn i know one who lies fast in slumber deep 
sleeping age-long sleep waiting for thy waking carlo's voice sounded clear and beautiful in the big room if your hair were unbound and you were older you might look like brunhilde some day bianca you are singing better than ever carlo i am so glad bianca murmured forgetful of herself she looked a little paler and more fragile after her illness, yet with her light yellow hair, her delicate features and large dark eyes prettier, perhaps, than her companion ever remembered seeing her. And the dancing bee, I gave that up soon after our talk. I did not need it for diversion after I began my music lessons. Besides, Miss Thompson has taught so many of the soldiers folk dancing, and some of them are now so good at it that she no longer wishes me for her partner bianca colored i am sorry i told you i did not like thea thompson carlo it is foolish to be prejudiced against people isn't it she has been extremely kind to me during my illness and both sonya and i have learned to understand her better besides i was prejudiced perhaps because of you bianca ended frankly but carlo made no comment never did it fail to interest him bianca's strange combination of childishness and womanhood but today she seemed almost altogether childlike at this instant getting up carlo walked over to the mantel where he put down his teacup and then stood looking down on bianca then we are friends aren't we b and i hope we may never misunderstand each other again i have been worried over your being ill and our not being fond of each other in the old way you may have to forgive me many things and perhaps i may have other friends in the future of whom you may not approve but you must not think they will make me forget my loyalty to you. Bianca was about to reply, but before this was possible, Sonia Clark had opened the door and re-entered the room. She glanced at Carlo Navarro with a slight frown and then walked over and laid her hand on Bianca's fair hair. B is looking better than you expected to find her, isn't she, Carlo, and more like a little girl? I, for one, am glad her illness has turned her young again. The war in France has made most of us older than we were intended to be, but all the pain and struggle of it was especially hard upon a girl young as Bianca. I am going to take her back to New York as soon as Dr. Clark is able to return, and after a year at school I mean to bring her out into New York society as my grown-up daughter. I have always wanted a real one, and Bianca will be a lovely substitute. Don't you think she will probably have many admirers, Carlo? Carlo looked a little annoyed. I thought you had finer ideals for Bianca, Sonia, than to turn her into a society woman, he answered with a slight change of manner. But of course, she will be charming. She is that already, and no doubt so many people will admire her that she will learn the pleasant art of forgetting her old friends. I shall probably be in New York only a part of each year. Yet somehow, Bianca, i hope you will always remain the bianca i have known for the past three years the war has made the time seem ever so much longer again bianca was about to reply but sonya glanced up at a little clock on the mantel i'm sorry carlo but bianca is not allowed to see anyone but a half hour at a time i know she regrets having to say farewell to you but we are under orders as for my ideals for bianca you need not fear i mean to do all i can to help make her a gracious and lovely woman and no one is ever to take bianca for granted carlo not even you i think it may be good for her to know that there will be many persons who will think her attractive as she has too humble an opinion of herself 
Besides, every girl has a right to a few years of society and a little admiration. I am sure you agree with me. And Carlo was obliged to acquiesce. Going back to his quarters after saying goodbye to Bianca, he realized what Sonya's words and manner must have meant. She considered that he had been too careless of Bianca and perhaps thought her affection something which he could possess or lay aside at his own convenience. But if Carlo were angered at this idea, he also realized that there was a certain truth in Sonya's impression. However, in the future he meant to be more appreciative of Bianca's affection and kinder to the young girl for whom he felt a brotherly affection. End of chapter 18 Recording by Debbie R. Baker Robinson